0: you for listening in on Tent of Testimonies podcast. This is the official podcast of the Tent of Testimonies International under the leadership of Prophet Dr. Fred Akama and Senior Pastor Maureen Akama. As you listen to this and other amazing sound biblical teachings, our aim is to equip you with the Word of God so that you can grow into an effective believer. In today's podcast, We do believe that you will be imparted with the knowledge of God, spiritual truths and kingdom principles that will positively affect your spiritual life. Be blessed as you listen, and may you come back with a great testimony. It's an honor and a blessing. So I want to speak to us not for a very long time about understanding the dream realm. Say understanding the dream realm. The dream realm is very important to understand. I'll try to talk, not to preach. Because everybody dreams. Do you have anybody here who doesn't dream? Because I need to deliver you. <laughs> because it is not, if, if you don't dream, it is not that you don't dream. It is that your life is under attack and your dreams are stolen. So, it's not that you don't dream is that you are attacked and your dreams are stolen. It is important to understand the dream realm because at some point in your life, you have dreamt that you don't know what you dreamt. Is that true? You know for sure I have dreamt. But you can't tell what you dreamt. And then, yesterday I realized that I can preach in Swahili. <laughs> it's a discovery I made. <laughs> so, uh, uh, okay, I will not try to, to mix it. <laughs> So at some point you realized that I dreamt, but you can't tell what I dreamt. You're saying, ah, I know I dreamt. And it was something that looked very prophetic. Something that looked very spiritual. But I can't remember. And then you're stressed, right? That's why it's important to have this kind of uh, teaching today. By the grace of God. If today we put two people here. And then one of, you say, one of them says that I had a dream that uh, so-and-so is going to be promoted. I had a dream that so-and-so is promoted. And then another one stands here and says, I had a vision that so-and-so is promoted. Chances are a lot of us will believe the one who said I had a vision. <laughs> Right? Chances are a lot of us will say, I I will believe the one who said, I had a vision, rather than the one who says, I had a dream. And this tells you that a lot of us have had a misunderstanding of a dream. The meaning of the dream, the working of the dream, and why it comes to your life. Why will you believe the one who said I had a vision more than the one who said I had a dream? It's because you don't understand that, number one, dream is the highest form of revelation. A dream or the dream realm is the highest form of revelation. If God wants to reveal something to you, as you will see very soon, he will f- reveal it in a dream because it's the highest form of revelation while a vision is the highest form of insight a dream is a revelation that god brings to you in the form of images so a dream is the highest form of revelation while an, a vision is the highest form of insight So, why is the dream very important to you? Because number one, you are a Christian. So, the Holy Spirit is with you. So, when you dream, the Holy Spirit is in it. You are a Christian. So, when you dream, the Holy Spirit is in that dream, is involved. The Holy Spirit is with you. So, when you dream, He is, He is, He is involved. So if you are born again, you don't take your dreams for granted. Because God uses dreams. Why are dreams important? God uses dreams to reveal himself to you. The Bible says in the book of Numbers that God told Aaron and Miriam if there be a Prophet amongst you, I reveal myself to him in the visions and I speak to them in the dreams. And it is not so with my servant Moses. So God reveals himself to you through dreams and also visions. So you must be aware that as a Christian, God can reveal most probably himself through your dreams, through your visions. Numbers chapter 12, verse 6. It says, then he said, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, it is God himself now confirming, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. So God reveals himself to you through dreams. You must take your dreams serious because God uses them. And you know, let me tell you how God works. Eh? God looks at your life and tries several channels of communication when God is talking to you. Do you know? Okay. How many people have I ever had God speaking to them? Are you serious? There are people here who have never had God speaking to them. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, God speaks to you. Understand this. As long as you are a Christian, actually, God even speaks to people who are not born again. So you must understand that God speaks to you through many channels. So when God comes to you, he tries one channel. If it is not working, he talks to you. If it's not working, or if he speaks to you and you don't hear, God uses another channel. He is trying to find out which channel have you sensitized and sharpened your spirit man to hear him. God has many channels. So you must either choose one or several of them to train your spirit man to be able to hear God such that when God speaks, You can't fail to hear. So God speaks to you through dreams of the night. So you must be able to to hear, understand, decode the message and be able to do what God wants you to do. Praise the name of Jesus. Job chapter 33 verse 14 to 15. Let's read together. One, two, go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm coming to that in a short while. Now, the prophet of God, Prophet Samuel, received his calling through a dream. You know that? I don't know what you would do today if I come here and I tell you ask me, how do you know that God called you? And then I said I dreamt. A lot of times people will not believe, ah, we are too. Maybe at Alikulo Gali <laughs> So they don't know that you can sharpen your dream life so much that God can speak to you. The Bible says, uh, uh, yes, First Samuel chapter 3 verse 10. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Go back uh, to where this starts. I want to show you something. God spoke to Samuel in a dream of the night. The prophet, and Samuel is a major prophet. The Bible says that he was called through a dream. Yes. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. You see that? Verse 2. Let's read together. Want to go? Uh-huh. While he was lying. Uh-huh. That he could not see. Uh-huh. And before. Mm mm-hmm. Uh The Lord called Samuel and he answered, here I am. Uh Okay, now, because of time, go to that verse that says that Samuel did not know God yet. And the word of God had not been revealed to him yet. So the reason why, now, now God is talking to Samuel while he is asleep to call him into ministry. But the Bible says Samuel thought it was Eli who was calling him. Why? He had never heard from God before. The word of God had not been revealed to him. So why is God coming here? So that God may reveal himself to him. Now Samuel verse 7 did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. So it is Eli who taught him how to understand who is talking to him. So God speaks through dreams to reveal himself to you. Number two, because of time. God uses dreams to guide you, to instruct you. He uses dreams to guide you, to instruct you. The Bible says that, uh, okay, now we can go to Job 33. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds. When deep sleep falls on men, Now, there's something very peculiar here that I have researched for quite some time and I realized that it is true. I don't know, have you ever realized that a lot of times the dreams that are spiritual in nature, a lot of times they come when you're about to wake up. (laughs) Have you realized that? (laughs) Why do you think so? It is because when you're about to wake up, that is when deep sleep falls on you. (laughs) When Around 3, 4 a.m., right? That's when you, if someone wakes you up, you want to slap them. Because (laughs) that is when now your alarm goes off and then now you snooze. You say, these two minutes, only these two minutes are important. Let me sleep and then you wake up at (laughs) 6. Am I speaking the truth? When deep sleep falls on men, It is not always the case because sometimes you also are very tired and you can sleep any time of the day and you have a prophetic encounter. Right? Why? Because you are very tired and now the moment you slumbered, the moment you slept, deep sleep fell on you. So this is the time. Why? Let us look at verse uh, 16. Then he opens the ears of men and seals their what? and seals their what so god opens your ears that particular time when you fall asleep when you deep sleep has fallen on you why because that time your mind is not very busy you know as we talk now there's someone who is pe- cooking ugali at home they are very hungry they are now cooking ugali mpaka akimega ugali in fact size ukiangalia probably atakuwa na because, someone somewhere is not here. That is why you find yourself asleep in church. It's speakers blasting in your ears and you are sleeping. It is because you keep your mind so busy wandering to and fro. Wandering everywhere, thinking about everything until you lose sight of what we are doing until you sleep because your mind is tired. So because throughout the day, your mind is working, your soul is working, so you find yourself that you are so busy, your inner self is not quiet. So you can't hear God. Your mind, your, your, the, the eyes of your, the ears of your soul, they are closed. You can't hear God. Your physical, your flesh is so loud. This is why you always hear our Father in the Lord saying that you must make sure that your heart is quiet. Your spirit is quiet. Even when you are talking to people. You must train. You can train your spirit this way. That in the inside you are so quiet. You might be making a lot of noise out here. But in the inside you are quiet. How do you think that someone is ministering here right now and then he says there is a shift? Or he says... I hear the Lord say, why? Because you are speaking, but your mind is quiet. Your mind is listening to the Lord. It is possible to train your spirit this way. Praise the name of Jesus. Are we together? Now, verse 17. In order to turn man from his deeds and conceal pride from man. So God can bring a dream to you to give you an instruction. This are a type of dream. We'll be talking about types of dreams now. Now, he gives you an instruction in order to turn you from your own doings, your own thinkings. Sometimes we have things we plan. We have things we think this. Is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it that way. And then when you do that, now the Lord comes and says, no, turn it this way so that you don't fail. Is that true? Yes. So it happened in the Bible. The Bible says that Joseph wanted when he discovered that his fiance Mary was pregnant. He wanted to jump the pregnancy. <laughs> and so because he didn't want to have the embarrassment of the pregnancy, how can someone tell you this I'm pregnant and this pregnancy is of the Holy Spirit? <laughs> How on earth can you think that I, you, how stupid do you think I am? So this guy said, instead of quarreling this girl, let me run away from this. <laughs> and the Bible says that an angel of the Lord came to Joseph in a dream of the night. And he told him, do not divorce her. Do not leave her. Why? Because what she's saying is true. It is of the Holy Spirit. So the plans of Joseph to leave this girl and go because he was holy, he was righteous, he didn't want to be associated with this kind of nonsense. The Holy Spirit came and corrected him and removed him from his deeds. This is one of the things that God does through dreams. Uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 20 says, But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. I had this encounter some time back. Can I tell you a story? Uh, Some time back, just like uh, probably any other minister, I thought, I want, I don't want, I want to start a ministry before I get married. (laughs) That is the, the, the thinking that I had. That I want to start a ministry before I get married. Why? Because I thought, I don't want to bring somebody's daughter to my life, and then we go start our ministry. And you see, of course, the, the, the struggles of the ministry before you, you pick. Okay. You, you, you know them? You don't. Now, <laughs> yeah, it, it, of course, it's a, a push and pull, right? You have to fight. So my thinking was, I don't want to bring somebody's daughter and then make her suffer. Let me go suffer alone. Start the ministry. Do the thing. And when it is up there, now I'll get married. So that now we don't, uh, I don't make her to struggle you know, and then I, I made up my mind about this. <laughs> and I started thinking, okay, that time I didn't have a girlfriend. So <laughs> it was just my deeds, as the Bible is saying. So my thinking was that. But then the Lord appeared to me in a dream in the form of a man of God, uh, Bishop uh, Oyedepo. So we were like in a big crusade. And then now he came before he was preaching. And then he passed through the crowd and he came to where I was and he held me. He said, my son, I love the way you do ministry for me. And I love your zeal for my kingdom. But I don't like this thing that you want to start a ministry before you get married. Get married. That is my plan for you. And then I woke up this is what Joseph experienced so God can use a dream to correct what you have planned so that you don't fall into a pit are we together are we getting somewhere are you getting bored so instructions can come to you through dreams number three why Im- dreams are important the human mind operates in the form of images. In the form of our father in the Lord has taught about this for quite some time. The human mind operates in form of images. And how okay, let me give you an example. How, how many people have I ever seen? Okay, have you ever seen someone wearing a red jacket? You have seen someone wearing a red jacket, right? Okay. Right now, when I said that, what have you seen? You have seen someone wearing a red jacket. Is that true? Have you seen R-E-D-J-A-C-K-E-T? No, you have not seen the word. You have seen the. You have seen the image. You have not seen the writing. You have seen the image. So your mind operates easily with images rather than words that is why even have you ever seen that in an exam you are trying to remember something that you read and then you remember you remember you can in fact see where it was in the book when you are reading <laughs> you can in fact there are some who are worse they can even see the page number page 45 this is where it was i even underlined it You can see the page. You can see yourself how you are reading it. Where you are seated down, reading it. But you can't remember the words. (laughs) Can you relate to that? Why? (laughs) Because your mind operates in images. It doesn't operate in words. So, this is why God easily uses dreams to talk to you. Because what you have seen, it's difficult to forget. What you have heard, you can easily forget. But what you have seen, you cannot forget. There are dreams you saw five years ago. And if you see anything related to that, it comes to mind, right? Yes. So God uses this because your mind is orchestrated to work in images. Number three, because of time, I'll stop here then move to the next thing number three or four number four right yes we are in a prophetic dispensation we are in a prophetic dispensation we are in a prophetic season we are also in a prophetic ministry so you should expect dreams more often because the spiritual realm is now potent, it is open, it is alive. Our Father in the Lord, when he was in Machakos on Tuesday last week, he said something. You will now begin to see, uh, okay, this is good, but uh, give me, I went where Paul was confirming these Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 17. Now, our Father in the Lord said that you're going to begin to see the emergence of pro- uh, pastors who are prophetic, apostles who are prophetic, bishops who are prophetic why because we are in that season we are in the last days where the bible says it shall come to pass in the last days says god that i will pour out of my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions your old men shall dream your old men shall do what They shall dream dreams. Why? Because we are in a prophetic dispensation whereby you should expect spiritual encounters more because the portal is open. The scripture is coming to pass that we are in the last days. So you must align your life, your dream life so that you don't get confusing signals. When it is talking about your sons and daughters, You are young men and you are old men. It is talking about spiritual maturity, not age. So, (laughs) your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So you should not just be excited that you can prophesy. Are you together? This is what our father keeps on telling us. You should not just be excited that you can prophesy. Because he says that's one of the levels, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy he says young men shall see visions so when you just see visions don't just be happy about it there's also another level where you can become an old man this is where this is what the bible calls the elders the elders they shall dream dreams it is not gray air why what are the types of dreams i think let's go there because of time Types of dreams. I'll talk about two only. Number one, symbolic dreams. Symbolic dreams. Symbolic dreams. These are dreams that require a skill of interpretation. The skill of interpretation. It is not what you see that it means. It is not the same thing you see that it has the same meaning you think of. You de- require a deeper revelation to be able to know what this dream means. The Bible says that Pharaoh had a dream. That seven cows, cows that were fat, they came out of a river and out of the same river came out thin, seven thin cows. And the Bible says that, praise God, are we here? Are we doing good? Okay. It says that seven cows came out of a river that were fat, and seven cows that were thin and degraded, they came out of a river. But, the cows that were thin they ate the cows that were fat. Genesis chapter forty-one, verse two. It says, "Suddenly there came out of the river seven cows, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow." Is it meadow? Am a meadow? Meadow. Okay. Verse <laughs> <Bastardly. laughs> three. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gowned, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the river. Move. And the ugly and gaunt cows ate up the seven fine-looking and fat cows. So Pharaoh awoke. This is a dream. But he couldn't decipher the meaning until he got someone to interpret the dream. He needed an interpreter. It's not every dream that you are able to get the meaning. So every dream... There are symbolic dreams that needs interpretation. The Bible says that Joseph interpreted the dream. They went out, looked for Joseph, and he interpreted the dream. So it is important to know the type of dream that you have dreamt. Now... 41 verse 12 of Genesis. Let's read together. Want to go? Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Now, this is that chief butler who was giving a report to Pharaoh. And he was calling up. He said, there is a young man who is an Hebrew. And he could interpret our dreams. So let us call him to interpret for you because of time. The Bible says that he interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. So these are dreams that need an interpretation. Number two. There are many scriptures to this. But I'm trying to make sure that I don't overstretch on one point. Number two. We have what we call straight dreams. They are also called real or reality dreams. Straight dreams or reality dreams. Now, these straight dreams, a lot of times, they don't require much interpretation. Okay, let me say this. Every dream requires interpretation. There is no dream that you will ever dream that doesn't require interpretation. If you see a dream that you think it doesn't require an interpretation, chances are you are saying that because you have already interpreted it. (laughs) Is that true? Yes. The reason why you are saying it doesn't require interpretation is because first of all, you have interpreted it to yourself. It was simple for you to interpret it. So there is no dream that doesn't require interpretation. But now straight dreams Their interpretation is not that complicated. It is a simple interpretation. Doesn't require much skill. Like the one that we just read. The Bible says Joseph had a dream. And he was guided by the angel of God. Right? Jesus, the destiny of Jesus when he was a small boy, when he was uh, a newborn, his destiny was in danger. And God used dreams to make sure that he has protected him. The Bible says he told Joseph and Mary that you must get out of this country now so that the, the, the enemy will not catch the boy and kill him. So Jesus Christ would die. There was a possibility that Jesus would have been killed and his destiny cut short. But through dream. God secured and kept safe His life. and today we have our life, born again because of Jesus. Well, let me ask you, do you think that it was important do you think that it was important for God, or rather, why do you think it was important for God to protect the life of Jesus? Through dreams. Why do you think it was important for God to tell Joseph and Mary to run away from Egypt? From uh, where? I mean to run away to Egypt. Why do you think it was important? Because Jesus could have been killed. Right? It means that Jesus could have actually died. So God used this dream to give instruction, to give guidance so that the life of Jesus could be secured. 2 verse 13 of uh, Matthew. Now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him, so he could have been destroyed. He could have died. It means that the world would not have received salvation. But do you see the importance of dreams? Yes. Solomon received an impartation through dreams. He received an impartation of wisdom. He received an impartation of grace. He received an impartation of wealth through dreams. The Bible says he went and worshipped in the altar of God. God did not speak. He went and gave sacrifice. God did not speak. But when he slept, God appeared to him in a dream. And he blessed him. So he did not need much interpretation to know what had happened. Praise the name of Jesus. Are you getting helped? Sources of dreams. Where do they from? Where do your dreams come from? Yeah, uh, 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 4 to 5. Now the king went to Gibeon's, Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. That was a huge sacrifice at Gibeon. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask, what shall I give you? And the story goes down and tells us all that happened. And he received wisdom. He received wealth. He received grace to be able to lead the people through a dream. So what are the sources of dreams? I'll begin with uh, the very common one that you know, dreams come from God or the Holy Spirit. From God, struck the Holy Spirit. I think it's better to say it this way, they come from God through the Holy Spirit. They come from God through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can cause you to dream, and what happens is that if He causes you to dream, it comes from the spirit realm. Can I have four people? Let me let me let me do an example. Uh, just for four people. All these are tall men, eh? Okay. <laughs> you, you are in white. You are going to be the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you are going to be the Holy Spirit. Okay. You, you are in white, you are going to be the Spirit of man. Okay. <laughs> we, we don't have that role you are thinking of. You are going to be the soul of man. Okay, you are going to be the flesh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, these are four men. Now, this is what happens when the Holy Spirit brings a dream to you. Are we together? Are we following? So, the Holy Spirit gives gives a word or opens your spirit man this is the spirit man this is the soul this is the body are we together so the holy spirit here has an instruction that he wants to give to you as a person so what he does is that he cannot speak to the flesh he cannot speak the flesh cannot understand the things of the spirit says the bible right so God, the Holy Spirit cannot speak directly to the flesh. So what happens is that he speaks to the spirit man. You are spirit. You are a spirit live with a soul living in a body, right? So he speaks to your spirit man. Speak. <laughs> give, give, give him an instruction. <laughs> so the spirit man... Receives an instruction from the Lord in the dream of the night. Now, at the same time, now the whole the spirit of man needs to speak to the flesh and tell him this is what the Holy Spirit says. We must now begin. The portal is open, we must now begin to apply for scholarship. In a dream, it says apply, apply the portal is open. So the spirit of God has spoken to your spirit man. Now your spirit man wants to send that message to the body so that you wake up in the morning and go to apply. Now what happens that he must use the bridge called the soul? The soul is the bridge between the spirit and the uh, the flesh. Are we together? So the spirit man now has to pass the same message to the flesh. So you find that now, he speaks that message to him. He also brings that vision or that dream to the soul. The message. A lot of times now, the problem is with the soul. This is, <laughs> this is where now the problem comes in. Now you are here, you have received a dream. But because your soul is wounded, because you have hatred, because you are living a life that is not of God, you find that your soul, also because you are not prayerful, your soul is dumb. It cannot receive. Or even if it receives, it cannot convey because it cannot understand. The flesh realm does not understand the spirit things so the spirit things must be interpreted to the flesh by the soul but because your soul is not transformed you find that it is now difficult for the soul to reach the message to the flesh and this is why most of the times you find you forgetting your dreams because the devil now has found an opportunity to steal or rather even your soul does not have the capacity to be able to bring that spiritual experience into the physical. This is why we say you must study the word. You must meditate on it because the Bible says it's therein where you shall be transformed. Your soul is what is transformed. To be able to capture the things of the spirit. Now, this is the problem. The reason why you wake up and say, I, I had a dream. I had a dream. I had a dream. Oh, Lord, remind me. I had a dream. This is your spirit man telling you you had a dream. You, you, the, your spirit is somehow knowing that you had a dream. But your soul, the bridge is dead. Dead. Dead here. <laughs> so, the bridge here is dead. So, you you are trying to speak to him through him. Try. Do something. But there's no bridge. Do you understand? There's no bridge. So he's trying to speak, but he can't pass here. Then this guy is dead. Okay, you are not dead, but you are dead. So you get the point. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. The Bible says, "Do not be conformed to this world." but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So this guy here is very important in your dream life. Your soul. This is the reason why the Bible says guard your heart against everything else. Guard it more than the way you guard your wallet. Okay, no, your phone. <laughs> Wait than the way you guard your phone, guard your heart. Why? Out of it are what? The issues of life. Because the spiritual controls the physical, right? But it has to pass through the soul. So if your soul is dead, if your soul is not working, the issues of life will be dying at the soul. This is why the Bible says we have been blessed with every blessing in the spiritual realm. Now the problem is bringing them from the spiritual realm to the physical realm. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. So you must take your soul very, very importantly. Okay. So when you read the word of God, you guard your heart, you check your character. We'll talk about that. And to do all these things when your spirit man is now strong, is now vibrant. He's able to receive the message. Now give the message very quickly. Give. You see? It is very easy. Now you wake up in the morning. You go apply. Pow pow, 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 You take advantage of the grace of God. You take advantage of the open portals. And now your life is moving. The issues of life. So God gives us dreams. God is giving you grace. Eh? Yes. I just saw... God opening something and releasing to you, in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh. <laughs> the soul is receiving impartation. <laughs> okay, yeah, just 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 consider celebrate them. <laughs> Number two, where do dreams come from? They also come from your soul. Your soul can dream. Your soul can be the source of a dream. The Bible in the book of uh, Daniel, chapter 2, verse 29. The Bible talks about King Nebuchadnezzar who had a dream. Yeah, just keep it there. King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And he needed an interpretation. He didn't have, his magicians could not give an interpretation. The Bible says that Daniel went and asked him not to kill the magicians and to give him time to go and pray to get the interpretation or the revelation. So the Bible says he went, told Meshach, Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and they prayed. And the Bible says Daniel received the revelation of the the dream and its interpretation. Now there's something very peculiar here. When Daniel went to speak to the king he said something. Daniel chapter 2 verse 29. He says, As for you, O king, thoughts. Have you seen that? The king just had a dream. But Daniel, in interpretation, he is telling him, thoughts came to your mind. Okay, what is contained in your soul? Number one. Eh? Okay. (laughs) Number one. Your thoughts, right? (laughs) That is your mind. Number two. Emotions. Right? Number three, your will. Okay. So you have your mind in your soul. Number two, you have emotions in your soul, and you have your will in your soul. So now he's saying that as for you, O King, thoughts is a dream. But he said, thoughts came to you to your mind while on your bed about what would come to pass after this. And he who reveals secrets has made known to you what will be. This was a dream that came from the soul. That is why he's calling it thoughts came to you. The soul has the mind, your thoughts. If you Think about something over and over and over and over again. Chances are, you'll dream about it. Now, this is a problem because a lot of times people do this mistake of thinking about something so much, it comes in their dream and they they make a decision about it. You're just walking, moving, and then... ah, Very handsome boy. (laughs) Then he makes a mistake of talking to you. Hello. (laughs) So you think about this. Think about this. When you are eating, you think about it. When you are sleeping, you think about it just before you sleep. And then you dream about it. I had a a brother in church who said, Pastor, I have had a dream. Please tell me the, the meaning of this dream. I have had a dream. I was at home, our home, where we come from, and there was this sister in church, sister so-and-so, and And pastor, guess what? We were holding a broom together, we were sweeping our compound together, what? We were sweeping our compound together, pastor, what does it mean? It simply means you are sweeping the compound, so why, what is, why are you disturbing me? You are just sweeping the compound. <laughs> you think about something for a long time. Chances are, you are going to dream about that thing. The Bible says Ecclesiastes chapter five verse three: "For a dream comes through much, much." A lot. When I was a, a, a bit young, we used to, to, to do farming. And because I was small, it was so much, it took a toll on me. So, we used to go plow, do everything from morning till evening, morning till evening. We just break for lunch, morning till evening. So, when I was sleeping, a lot of times I had this kind of dreams. I would see myself tilling the land at night, tilling the land. You see, someone can see that and think that uh, it's an attack, right? Yes, but it's not an attack. It is just because there were many activities that my soul had picked throughout the day that I I was doing. And so, have you seen yourself? You have worked very hard throughout the day. Then when you... (laughs) When you go to sleep, you see yourself marking. (laughs) Marking and giving percentages. (laughs) What you have done throughout the day, you can find yourself doing it. Why? Because your soul picked that up. When you know the source, okay, you we'll come to that. So, your dream can come from the soul realm. When it comes from the soul realm, it can be spiritual, it can be fleshly. Number three, your dream can come from the flesh. It can come from the flesh. It can come from the flesh. Maybe, for example, when people are teenagers, there are some kind of dreams they dream. (laughs) Especially boys. There are some anointed dreams. (laughs) Okay, I'm kidding. It's not anointed. (laughs) There are some specific dreams when you are in that time of uh, transition from childhood to boyhood. Is that is, you know that? You understand those kind of dreams? Yes. Those are dreams that come because of nature. But they come from the flesh. The devil can take advantage, yes, in some circumstances. But flesh can make you to dream. If you watch a lot of you can watch a movie. <laughs> there are people who don't like watching... Uh, scaring movies, right? Because they... F- especially at night. When you tell them, ah, what are you doing? Why are you bringing it now? Because they are fearing to dream. <laughs> they are fearing to dream what... what they were seeing in the movie. You are seeing people being killed. So you don't want this to appear in your dream. So flesh uh has picked that or will you watch if eh? <laughs> okay god is good <laughs> if you watch if you watch some pornography you can find yourself having A spiritual husband or a spiritual wife attacking your life. But it's coming through the flesh. Are we together? Now, why am I not saying the devil? Because, as a Christian, the devil cannot bring a dream to you. But he can influence a dream to you. He can manipulate some things to cause you to have a certain dream. Why? Because it doesn't have power to bring a dream to you. Are we together? Because you have the Holy Spirit, the devil cannot come to your life to control it. However, he can influence. He can influence an attack through a dream. He can influence. There are some factors that influence dreams in your life. The devil can influence, for example, just as we have said, the devil can influence what you have thought about so much. Your soul, he can influence it to dream it so that you make a decision to go to a job that you are not supposed to go to just because you have thought about it too much. Are we together? Something else that can influence your dream is your environment. I know this is not very popular, but it's true. Your environment can cause you to dream. It can influence you to dream. Let me give you a scripture. The Bible says that Jacob went, was on his way, and it got dark. It it, it became late. So he decided, let me sleep. And the Bible says, when he slept, he took the stones and he lay on them as a pillow. And the Bible says, because that was an altar, it caused him to dream. It was not because of him. You know that? of him, the environment where he slept, he slept on an altar, it caused him to have a dream. So this dream it was influenced by the altar where he was in. So where you sleep is an important factor, even for us to know the interpretation of your dream. We are not talking about interpretation today, but it is an important factor. Sometimes I ask people, where are you when you are dreaming this? Because it can influence what you dream. If you are uh, Okay, I thought you got that, that scripture. It is in Genesis where you are saying that uh, this is the house of God and I did not know it. Just find it. So that altar that was there had been built many years ago. Many years before. The Bible says it cost him to have an encounter, to have a dream. And angels were ascending and descending. In fact, did you realize that the angels were not even minding about him? They were not minding about him. It is him who realized, oh, there is so much spiritual activity here. It is him who realized, why? Because he had been caused by the altar to dream. The angels were just in the business of ascending and descending because this is an altar. So he, him, he invaded the altar. When he slept, he realized, oh, I did not know this. There is so much spiritual activity. Why? Because it's causing me now to dream. So your environment, where you sleep, it can cause you to dream. Genesis chapter 28 verse 12. Then he dreamt and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth and the top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father. When now he realized this is an altar, so... It has caused me to dream. Now, God said now because of reality, uh, we have caused you to dream. Now, I can speak to you. Your environment can cause you to dream. Let me give you another scriptural reference. The Bible says, when Joseph was in prison, when he was in prison, the chief butler and the baker, they were with him. And they had a dream that they did not know the interpretation. Joseph interpreted the dream. Question. Do you think that these people dreamt because of themselves? Eh? Do you think that these people had this dream because of themselves? No. It is because of the destiny of Joseph that had to be fulfilled. So God had to use someone around there. He could have used anybody. But because they were with him, God caused them to dream because of Joseph so the people you associate with can cause you to dream. Genesis chapter 40 verse 9. Let's let's go, one, two, three. Wait, are you asleep? Tukosawa? Okay, one, two, three, go. Uh And say to him, Behold, in my dream, a vine was before me, uh-huh. and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. huh. Uh huh. Now, all this because of time is because Joseph had a, an, a destiny that was on course and it had to be fulfilled. And because he was associated with this man, uh, with this man, this man were caused to dream by his destiny. Where you are can cause you to dream. Sometimes you, I don't know whether, have you ever gone, for example, you have gone for these uh, business uh, trips or business uh, workshops and then you rent a place to sleep. Sometimes you can sleep in a place and then for the first time that night you cannot pray. Have you seen that? You cannot pray. Or for the first time you have an experience of a spiritual husband or a spiritual wife. Have you ever seen that? Why? Because the place that you've slept can cause you to dream. You can go and sleep somewhere. And because there's a man or a woman there who has saturated his life with prayer, with the word, and the angelic activity is potent there in that environment, that man can cause you to sleep. That man can cause you, or that environment can cause you to dream. You can have angelic encounters. You will think it's because you prayed. You will think it's because God wanted to show you something. But it's just because you entered the atmosphere, the environment that is charged. And so that environment caused you to have a dream. So you must also be careful about the people you associate with. Environments can cause you to dream. Or also your environment can cause someone to dream. So you must be careful to saturate your atmosphere with the presence of God so much that it is the one influencing people and not the one being influenced. What do we do After we have had a dream. When you have a dream. Okay, Judges chapter 7 verse 13. And when God had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. He said, I have had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of me. (laughs) He came to attend and struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed. Then his companion answered and said, this is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Josh, a man of Israel. And his hand, God has delivered Midian, and they all come. This is a dream being given an interpretation. What do you do once you have a dream? Number one, write it down. Write it down. One of the reasons why you must write it down is to fulfill the scripture that says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3, that says that write it down. Uh, Then the Lord answered uh, answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablet that he may run who reads it. Have a journal that you write your dreams. Even if it doesn't make sense. This is part of training self and showing God I am ready to encounter you in dreams of the night. Ukiona mtu you know, we are discussing things that are very important to your life, and someone here is sleeping at our Karibu Kumaga You know, it, it, it is very strange. It can be very strange. Is it very hot? Someone is saying they are dreaming. they are doing the practicals (laughs) so when you write a dream your dreams, when you begin to write your dreams it shows God that now God I am serious for us to walk this journey of being able to know, to trace when you are talking to me when I am talking to myself when things are happening around me I am able to tell So, write the dream. Number two. Find out the source of the dream. That's why we talked about the source first. Find out what caused me to have this dream. What influenced this dream? Because it is in finding the source that you will know, number one, what to do with the dream. So, when you have a dream, write it down. Number two, when you write it down, now, find the source of that dream. Finding the source of that dream, you, uh, you can find the source of the dream by thinking and looking through what we have just said the sources are. You can think through your life. Maybe you think, is it that I had so much activity yesterday because I had this dream? Now this will tell you whether you need to ignore the dream. There are dreams you just ignore. So, find out the source of the dream. I'm beginning to wind up. Find out the source of the dream. Where did it come from? Is it God? Is it my soul? Or was it just because of the flesh? Was it influenced by the devil? Was it, was it influenced by the Holy Spirit? Was it influenced by emotions? Emotions can influence your dream. Was it influenced by this? What, where, where How did this dream come about? What influenced the dream? Is it the devil who influenced the dream? Was he trying to attack my life? What is it that is happening? Now, when you are doing this, you are giving the Holy Spirit an opportunity to sharpen you To get an understanding. Are we together? Why is this important? Because it is not every bad dream that comes from the devil. You know that? Praise God. Do you know that it is not every bad dream that comes from the devil? Yes. The king, Nebuchadnezzar, is it Nebuchadnezzar, where we read, or Pharaoh, had a dream, it was Pharaoh. He had a dream and the Bible says seven cows that were fat they came. And seven cows that were lean and they were beaten and they were thin. They came out. But the seven cows that were thin, they ate the ones that were strong. That is a very scary dream. You know that? Uh, Number one, a cow eating another cow. (laughs) That is a very scary dream. Number two, a cow, can you imagine, just imagine a cow eating horns of another cow, trying to swallow it alive. And there are seven. And it is the thin ones. They are... (laughs) That is a very scary scene to experience, right? But where was that dream coming from? Where was that dream coming from? It was coming from God. So it is not every bad dream that you see that comes from the devil. Some are coming from God when he is trying to tell you what is happening with your life. You could be praying, for example, you have seen, you you have experienced a lot of, uh, uh, you you have seen a certain pattern that is happening in your family and your family has this kind of pattern that you don't like. You realize it's kind of a demonic pattern. So you decide to go before the Lord to pray. And when you pray, God brings you a dream. For example, you see a snake biting you and biting probably your, your parents, biting your children. If you have them, biting your brothers and sisters, trying to attack you. Chances are, you may think that this is an attack that is happening to our life. Yet, that bad dream is not an attack. It is God trying to answer your prayers. He is telling you, what you are asking me, why this pattern is happening, is because which doctor or which craft operation has been happening in your life? So you have to know this bad dream, what is happening with it. And this now, the next point is when you have a dream, decode the message. Decode or understand the message that this dream is trying to bring. Decode Seek to understand where or what is the meaning of this dream. Is it a message that is coming? Because when you understand the message that is carried by the dream, you will be able to know what to do with it. Are we together? When you understand the message, you know what to do. When you understand the message, you know the action to take. Because the Bible says we don't fight like those people who don't know what they are fighting. We fight, we throw our punches, knowing what we are hitting. So when you have a dream, you must seek to know what is the message? Why I dreamed this? What is God trying to say? about what I just saw. A lot, okay, dream interpretation, I think it's important I mention this. Dream interpretation requires skill. Say skill. There is a skill of interpreting a dream. And this skill, okay, a skill is acquired by training. You can train yourself over time. You will be able to know how to interpret a dream. Now, let me tell you something. That skill does not mean cramming. (laughs) It is important you know this. Skill does not mean what? Skill does not mean what? Skill does not mean what? Because you can never have a blanket interpretation of dreams you cannot say every time you see a snake it means it's a witchcraft attack it can never have a blanket interpretation this is why these other factors are important what is the source of your dream where were you when you are dreaming what did you see are we together so you cannot Cram and say, when I see this, it must be meaning this. When I see this, it must be meaning this. This is why we have an advantage. We have what? The advantage is called the Holy Spirit. He helps you to understand. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26 to 7 says, Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight not as one who beats the air but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. You cannot put, take things and put together and say, these ones, anytime I ever dream of this, it means this, it means that. No. Every particular dream has to, it has its meaning from the factors that we have just talked about. You can see a snake. For now it means witchcraft. You can see again a snake and it means something very different. Are we together? There is a spirit. Okay. The Holy Ghost, part of the work. Parts. I don't know how to put this. The spirit of God can give you excellence and knowledge and wisdom. And understanding of dreams. The Bible says Daniel had the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and excellence. He could understand every dream. So, your skill of dream interpretation needs this spirit of God. Are we together? Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. The Bible says, As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel, Daniel had understanding in all visions. And he says, how many? How many? So it is possible for you to be able to know all dreams. and What they mean. Not because you have crammed the meanings. No. But because... You have the Spirit of God. Are we together? The devil can try to steal or to hijack your dream. The devil can try to hijack your dream. And how does he do it? He does it by... One of the ways, using other people that you tell the dream. Let me explain. It is not everybody that you should tell your dreams. You understand? What you dream is not everybody that you tell. Some dreams come to you that you may pray on your own. Some you may go to someone to interpret for you, but not everybody will tell your dream. People carry atmospheres. You know that? People carry atmosphere. People have angels. And people have demons. Walking around them. So you can go and tell someone your dream. You didn't know that they have demons surrounding them. And when you tell them, the demons over here, and then now, you attract an attack. Why? Because you dreamt that you had been promoted at work. So you, go, you went and told someone. And then, when you tell them, the demons surrounding that person heard. And so they said, now, we arise. We have come. This dream cannot come to pass. These how dreams. Are stolen. So you don't tell everyone you are what. Joseph told his brothers his dreams. And look at what happened. His own brothers fought him. In fact, they sought to kill him. How wicked can people be? It is not everybody. In fact, you need to be very mean with giving out information about your dreams. NKJV, uh, Daniel 5.12. Inasmuch as as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. So you must know who to tell, when, why to tell, and when to tell. Are we together? Every dream that you have dreamt and it was stolen, by the end of this service, under the grace of this commission, I command it to be returned to you. I command it to be returned to you in the precious name of Jesus. Your ability to dream. Just felt a lot of anointing when I said that. Your ability to dream spiritual dreams that were stolen from you. I command it right now. Let it be returned to you in the precious name of Jesus. Let it be returned to you in the precious name of Jesus. God is about to deliver people. The Kafra Disnila Antia Zakidova. Every attack that came to you through dreams. The spirit of God is moving. Came through dreams. I commanded to lift. The portals are open. Is a great presence of God. In Free Free.